The Kutasich is Chelik Yudzayin, Pirke Oves, Perek Shishi. Ilu Nishmas of Yosef, Binyamin Ben Rabbanasha Kaltman. This is actually the last Sicha in Chelik Yudzayin that we started two years ago. Baruch Hashem, Bezaz Hashem, we're finishing this, uh, the Sefer, which next week we go on into starting Chelik of Gimel and finishing Chelik Yudches. So this is a very exciting. And this Pedic, this Sicha is actually on the last Pedic of Pirkiyavis, which technically is not one of the uh, Prakam of Pirkiyavis. As we learned in last week's Sicha, that uh, Pirkiyavis is really five Prakim. But this sixth Pedic, known as Kinyan Teira, ways to acquire the Teira, uh, was included with Pirkiyavis since there are six weeks between Pesach and Shavuos. So let us begin. In the first Mishnah of the sixth Pedic of Pirkei Avis, it says as follows. says, Whoever engages, involves himself in learning Torah, Lishma, for the sake of Torah, merits to many things. Mishnah goes on to list a series of various different things, qualities, and blessings that a person receives merits to because he is one who studies Torah for the sake of Torah. So right away we have a question. To what type of Yid is the mayor talking to when he gives this teaching? From whichever direction we're going to come from. If he's talking to someone who's already learning Lishma, why is it relevant to him that he's going to merit many things? He's already learning Lishma. He's already accomplishing it. He's learning for the sake of the Torah, not for any ulterior motives, not for these many things that the Mishnah talks about. And if we're talking to someone who's not yet on the level to learn And the goal of this statement of Reb Meir is to influence, to convince the person that he should learn If he's learning for these things, then again it's not Lishma. So what did you gain? So it's a Maman of Shach, which means either the person is already learning Lishma, or he's not learning Lishma, but if this is going to convince him, then these are the things that are that he's learning for, and not Lishma for the sake of Teira itself. So seemingly, talking about learning Teira Lishma, and then offering incentives, seems to be contradictory. So seemingly we can answer as follows. Adas al beautiful Rambam. This is similar to what the Ramam explains in Demvas Teres Maftiyah Gashmi's Dikin Tev Aschar for Limud Ateirun Kiyam Mitzvus. The fact that throughout the Torah, if you look in Torah Shabik Sav, you don't really find a lot of spiritual reward. Mostly, you find material reward. The rain will grow, rain will fall, the fields will grow. You'll ha- have a, a protection from your enemies. Even though seemingly material reward seems to be not on the same level as what should be what would be deserving for learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. So the Ramam says, why does the Torah offer material reward for something so lofty and holy like learning Torah and doing mitzvahs? 
And the Ramam explains, This is so that a Yid should know, If a Yid will do, will learn Torah and fulfill its mitzvahs, with joy and with happiness of the heart, Hashem is telling us that He will remove all of the distractions and all of the things that hold us back from fulfilling Torah mitzvahs. And will give us all of the goodness which strengthen our hands to fulfill Torah mitzvahs. It's not a reward. It's not a, a reciprocal payment for what we're doing. Rather, it's the fact that the Abister is going to provide the tools that we need. In order to learn Torah the mitzvahs, we need to have a parnasa for our families, we need to have food, we need to have certain things. So Hashem says, do what you have to do, and I will take care of the fact that you won't have anything that, that'll stop you. So maybe this is the pshat also in our Mishnah here, in the statement of Reb Meir. That the Reb Meir is telling this person who is learning Torah Lishma, that he will merit these many things which will remove the distractions and the the various different things that will stop him from being able to learn Torah. As the Mishnah continues, not only that, but the whole world is worth it just for him. Not only is the world not uh, in, 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 um, interrupting him, uh, distracting him, but the whole world is there for him. That all of the worldly things are helping him, he should be able to engage and involve himself in Torah with peace and tranquility. So maybe that's the explanation. Reb Meir is not saying that this will be his payment, his, re, his, his reward. Reb Meir is saying that that if a person learns Torah Lishma, Hashem will make sure that he'll be, he should be able to continue doing that. The beers of a nitmasvik, but if you look in the Mishnah, you will see that this explanation does not suffice. This would only answer some of the details that a mayor promises this person. From the things that a mayor lists. For example, it says that he, that he receives, he's given kingdom and dominion, rulership, so that, so that the world shouldn't disturb him. It says he will be elevated and, uh, and, and made great over all of all of, all of creation. Again, so that the world shouldn't bother him. Even the fact that it says in the Mishnah that he loves people or that he makes people happy or these other things that give him a, uh, uh, a, uh, a good relationship with the people around him so they shouldn't disturb him from learning Torah. So there's some things in the Mishnah that, that would fit with the idea that he would give, we give him things that, that will help him learn Torah peacefully. Various, many of the things in the Mishnah have no connection to this idea that Hashem is removing things that are distracting him from learning Torah. So that answer doesn't really work here. So we're back to our original question. What is the mayor telling us? And who is the mayor talking to? If he wants to uh, uh, encourage the person who's learning Lishma, what's the point? He's already learning Lishma. If he wants to encourage a person who's not learning Lishma and say, look what I have to offer you, then he's doing it for those incentives, then, then it's not Lishma. And so Beis and Gimel, the Rebbe is going to continue to ask a number of additional questions uh, on the Mishnah, this time on some of the wording of, or, of the Mishnah and the ideas in the Mishnah.
But these achmas that the mayor dechant ois from the things that the mayor lists. Zanenda hazelchai velcha has passed the cheder bechlal as his organ as the zanenda schar for basic material lishma davke. Some of the things that the mayor lists, and it's kedai to look in the mishnah to see because it's a very long list, a lot of things that the mishnah. Some of them will be mentioned here. But if you look at this list of things that the mayor mentions, some of them don't seem to be to fit as a as a, a, a schar as a reward for learning Torah lishma. Uledugma achadim, and we'll bring you a number of examples. A few. Aleph, Eivis Amakim, Eivis Abrius. He loves Hashem and he loves the people. Avdem is Dachda Achiv Mitzvasim in Ater. V'Avdes Hashem Lekechalat Lerecha Kamecha. To love Hashem and to love people, there is a very clear mitzvah from the Torah. This is not something that's unique to someone who learns Torah Lishma. This is something that's in, that, that's applicable to every single yid. Base another example. Midachakte Minachet. It says it, it, it will distance him from sin. Do we really need a, the reward for a person on the level of learning Torah Lishma in order to distance this, this Yid from sin? The, the fear of, of retribution or the fear of the idea of sin, that should be enough. Even a person who doesn't learn Torah Lishma or maybe a person who doesn't even learn Torah enough, but if he's afraid of the Yibishter or he's afraid of the sin, that'll stop him from doing a chait. Earlier already in Pirkei we find where it's written explicitly Focus on these three things and you won't come to do an Aveda. And it's three very basic things in which thinking about them or focusing on them stops the person from doing an Aveda. So even a regular person if he just thinks about those three things I Etc. Then that in itself will stop him from doing an aveda. So why do you need teiru l'shma? Gimu. Another question, a similar question. Michael al el Mishnah says this person he forgives for his shame. If someone insults him or is disrespectful to him, he's forgiving. Seemingly, this does not highlight the great advantage of learning teiru l'shma. But a moichel zainaf on elbein, if you if he's forgiving for an insult, does he says a feel dibaleidukum? That means that he feels insulted. Is not the yemes amayla from bittul. This is not true humility. A different bittul is when the elbein artim iberhaypnit. When he feels dibaleidukum in the chatchila, true bittul, true humility would be if the person doesn't even feel the pain, doesn't even feel insulted. The fact that he feels insulted means that he's not on the level. So to say that a person is learning Torah Lishma and, and, and all he could reach is that he will forgive someone who made him feel insulted seems to be not the full advantage, the full uh, uh, level of where a person should be holding if he's learning Torah Lishma. So these are three questions that we have on the, on the, on the ideas of the Mishnah. In Sif Gimel, we're going to talk about some of the wording. There are certain nuances in the wording of this statement of Rabmeir Umehem and amongst them. One of the things it says in the Mishnah is that he is cloaked or he's clothed with humility and fear. And it doesn't use a more common expression as he will become humble and fearful. Or he will come to a humility and fear, the kadema, or something like that. Malbashtoi. What is the emphasis on the on the on using a term that means uh, uh, clothing? 
Another thing that says in the Mishnah, people will enjoy or will benefit from his advice and from his help. Why does it say nenin? People will enjoy it. It doesn't say people ask of him or receive from him. Uh, Gimel, and the third question, it makes him greater and uplifts him above all works, above all creations. What is the difference between these two terms, both in meaning and in its application to the statement? So, our first and main question is, what does it mean when you offer someone who learns lishma when you offer him incentives? Isn't that counterintuitive? Number two, why is Avis Abrius, Avis Amakam Avis Abrius considered uh, uh, unique to Lamentator Lishma? It's a Mitzesimanator. Why is Merachatim and Achet unique to a Lamentator Lishma? Seemingly, uh, even uh, there are much more basic ways to get there. Why is that uh, the the reward for a limited lishma seemingly a much higher level would be that he doesn't feel elbain does not feel insulted at all and then in the wording of the Mishnah why does he use the word malbashtei nehenin and what is the difference between megadaltei and meremamtei their beer in them so now we come to the beer to the explanation we're going to start first and foremost by explaining who are we talking to. Who is Remeir talking to when he says an Isaac potato lishma? Remeir is medayik as the retzich like an versus Isaac potato lishma. Remeir is specific, specifies. We're talking about someone that is Isaac, underlined. He is engaged, involved in learning teira and lishma for the sake of teira. What's the kavanah in them is, and which the intent here is as follows, and there's both two points. Lishma, main has been let it needs to live eisnitz in them limud avelchen sees tachlis. Means that there's no ulterior motive for this learning besides for the learning itself. There isn't even a holy goal. For example, to know what has to be done or something similar to that. You're learning Teda, you're for the comprehension of Teda, solely for the purpose of learning Teda. And the fact that he used the words Isaac, not Loimid. So that Isaac means like a like a an occupation. That the learning style is with uh, work and toil. More than that, he's learning like someone is involved in, in a business. He's engaged with it. He's involved with it day and night. He doesn't stop thinking about it. Similarly, this his entire passion and his entire excitement and involvement is in learning of until this becomes his entire personality, his entire existence. So there's two things. Number one, he's learning the Shema Atzma. There's no ulterior motives and number two also time-wise he's constantly involved in learning either actually learning or thinking about it until this becomes his entire his entire existence now if hey we're going to explain what is the mayor addressing not what he says yet but now that we know who we're talking about what is the mayor worried about says the Rebbe that here is what a mayor is concerned about. 
since we're, we're talking about someone who's learning Tehidu Lishma, can by him nisayda he might come up with a question. Chazal tell us in the Gemara in Yevamez that if somebody says, I have nothing but Torah. I have only Torah in my life, nothing else. Then the truth is he doesn't even have Torah. Why? In order to, to, to be complete, you have to have a balance. You have to have learning Torah, but you also have to have acts of kindness. Which means that even someone who's engaged learning Torah Lishma is a very high level of learning, but he also has to be involved somewhat with acts of kindness. Which is only really possible if he's involved with the people around him. Nachmer, additionally, in addition to that, to properly engage with acts, acts of kindness. Is only possible if he cleanses and refines his character. He has to feel sympathy for the other person. Not be arrogant. Which to reach this level also requires some hard work. And even if you're not going to talk about helping other people, even in this person's relationship with the Abishter, there's various different areas in serving Hashem, such as Hashem to waken within the person to love Hashem, to be God fearing, which don't happen automatically. A lot of work has to be invested to come to love Hashem and to fear Hashem. As the Ramam explains and teaches, what is the way, what is the path to come to love Hashem and fear Hashem? The person will contemplate on the great and wondrous creations and works of Hashem. And he'll see in them the wisdom of Hashem. This will immediately bring him to loving. To, this will immediately bring him to love Hashem. And when he thinks about them, these things themselves, not just the chachma within it, but the very idea of it itself, he steps back in fear. And this brings him to fear Hashem. So we see that it's a process. You have to spend time thinking about Hashem, thinking about His wisdom, thinking about what He created. So now we have the frag today. So now this person who's learning Tehidu Lishma, he's spending 24 hours a day involved in his learning and it's Lishma. Since his entire involvement is fully occupied with learning Tehidu Lishma, via Zeyvetter Kenenton Un Ufton. In And Allah and in Hashem, how are we able to, in, to, to do anything and to accomplish anything in the other areas of serving Hashem? That by him fell in and will he be lacking in these other areas? This is what's bothering him. And the Rebbe explains, when by him vote given the Asikbat is given in the dark of Lishma, if his learning terror would not be on the level of Lishma, nor later Yasun, Hashem, rather he wants to learn what to do know how to do it right, or other areas, not just practical mitzvahs, but the other things, then the learning about it and the, and the practical application don't conflict with each other. What's he learning? He's learning how to love Hashem. What's he learning? How to fear Hashem. Or he's learning how to keep Shabbos. So the learning and the ma'isa go together. 
the Rabbi Rabbi says, Al Dimon was breaking him to myself with Hashem. He learns in a way that it brings him to serving Hashem. But if we're talking about someone who's learning for the sake of Torah, not for the other motives, not even for the motive of reaching Avas Hashem or, or doing what he's supposed to do. He's not focused on what he is going to gain or reach through learning. Rather, he's learning for the sake of understanding Torah. That's it. So he's constantly in a state that he's not thinking about himself and his levels in serving Hashem. doesn't have time to analyze whether he already cleansed and refined his own character traits. He certainly doesn't have time to involve himself with the people and the causes and the charitable needs of the people around him. So the mayor is saying, this Eisik Bateir Lishma is going to be worried. How will I complete the other areas of serving Hashem if I'm fully invested time and, uh, and energy in learning Teir Lishma? Sivav will explain to us what Reb Meir is saying. Now, what Reb Meir is offering this Eisik Bateir Lishma to answer this question. Reb Meir, Mechadesh. So comes Reb Meir and he introduces something new. Kol Eisik Bateir Lishma. This person who's learning Bateir Lishma, Zeich Ledevar Ma'arbe, he will merit many things. So first and foremost, the Diok is Zeiche Unit Azerbetzehob Natschar. Number one, we're not saying that this is being re rewarded to him. He's meriting this, which answers our question. Rabbi is going to explain. But this answers our question, if he's learning the Shema, what does he need these things for? This is not, we're not offering him a, a, a reward. Because then it wouldn't be the Shema. But we are telling him that he's going to be Zoycha, he's going to merit to a number of things. And the Rabbi explains. There's Charbos, the Rebbe, there's Mitzvahs. The reward that a yid, the Abishter gives a yid for learning Torah and doing mitzvahs is so the Torah is commensurate to the Torah mitzvahs itself that he did. But that's a later day. There's a machlaikis brought in the Shalah. The reward for mitzvahs is it a natural outcome from the mitzvah, or is it something like a like a cherry on top, an extra thing? That is not directly related to the mitzvah. So, a feeling the day ashar mitzvah is nitli at from the mitzvah alone. Even if you're going to follow the day, the opinion that the reward for mitzvah is not an outcome of the mitzvah itself, not in a but something beyond. like a side uh, a reward uh, uh, for doing the mitzvah, and the proof for this. Nevertheless, I'm sorry, I, I jumped ahead. Nevertheless, still there is a direct correlation between the mitzvah and its reward. Because since every mitzvah has a unique reward, so it's obvious that the reward has a connection and a comparison to the mitzvah for which this reward is being designated. And for sure, if you're going to follow the opinion that the reward of the mitzvah is a natural outcome from the mitzvah itself, is the chavada the schar to the mitzvah gufa. 
then for sure the mitzvah, the reward is connected to the mitzvah. Even if you say that it's not directly connected, there still is some connection. So now let's apply this to the person learning Tehidu Lishma. The reward, not the Zoycha, the reward for learning Tehidu Lishma is in Demzel Benidin. It's going to be within this very idea of learning Tehidu. The bond that he creates with the Abishter, that he makes with the Abishter, since the Tehidu and the Abishter is one thing. So when a Yid learns Tehidu, he connects himself with the Abishter. The rest of the things that are, that are listed in this Mishnah cannot be considered schar. Because in those things, they don't express the idea of Tehidu Lishma. Tehidu Lishma is going to be expressed in a connection with the Ebishter. These other things are not a direct connection with the Abishter, and therefore they don't represent the idea of Teru Lishma, and therefore they can't be seen as Schar. The best they can be is Zoiche, Oschos, Mundas is a Meir Mechadish, and this is a Meir's uh, uh, innovation. As in Sugab, Tzum Iker Aschar, in addition to the primary reward, Al Tetzov on Eisig B'Teru Lishma, as an outcome of learning Teru Lishma, which as we said in the previous paragraph is the fact that he will be connected to the Ebishter. In addition to that, is there he merits many things. He gets in a way of merit, in a way of an extra, of a bonus, many things. But I need to be careful. On the one hand, they're lower than the things then someone was learning Tehidu Lishma, as we saw before, some of the things that it suggested weren't really uh, on the level of Eisek with Lishma. So he's, the Rebbe is acknowledging these things are lower than Eisek with Lishma. That person's a much higher level. But, but these things that are being offered to him are going to help him in the other, fulfill himself in the other areas in Avedis Hashem. And because he's so busy with Eisek with Lishma, he needs some extra help to facilitate his Avedis Hashem in the other areas, as will be explained in the, in the following Seifim. So this is, this is the, the foundation of the answer and the explanation of this Mishnah. Remeir is talking to someone who sits and learns Teirah day and night. He's engaged in Teirah day and night, Lishma, and it's only for the Teirah, not for any ulterior motives. And, and Remeir says to this person, in case you're concerned, that your involvement in Teda is going to is going to rob you of your ability to serve Hashem in other areas. I want you to know that there's many things that you will merit that will make it easier for you and will facilitate these other areas in the Vedas Hashem, despite the fact that your heart and your mind is in learning Teda Lishma. Now the Rebbe says something that's very that's uh, an, another fundamental point in this sikha. These many things that the person learning Teir Lishma merits to, Teilen Zich and Sugim are divided into two categories. Some of these things he receives automatically. does not need any additional effort on his part. Other things that he does merit, but only partially. Therefore, his 
involvement, his own work is necessary. It comes to him much easier than it would come to someone else because he's so he got some of these things as a schos. But he has to put in his own effort that it should be done properly and completely. And this explains why the mayor uses some of these uncommon uh, expressions. He's, he's enclosed or cloaked in humility and fear of Hashem. And it prepares him to be righteous, to be pious, to be upright, honest, and faithful. And it distances him from sin. And brings him closer to merit. So he asked a question in the beginning of the Sicha. Why doesn't it say? It makes him an onov. It makes him a tzaddik. I didn't actually ask this question on all of these words. But all of, all of these four words, it seems like it's almost getting them there. It's putting it on him. It's making him, distant, it's distancing him. It's bringing him closer. Because these things that are being given to him are only being given, given to him partially, but in order for, it, for him to receive it completely, he has to do something as well. If the fact that he's learning Tehidu Lishma, it only accomplishes that he's cloaked in, in humility and fear. The Tehidu accomplishes that he should have these character traits in the way of a garment, which is only external, like the garments that a person wears. But they don't become one with him to become his character traits, as if it would say, Nasa on Aviyare, that he becomes, you humble or fearful. Azoi is Teda Imnor Machshit Zavayna Tzadik V'Nemon. Teda prepares him to become righteous and faithful. Marchik V'Nachet. It distances him from the sin. Al Derech V'Loi Mamish, Lo Yuhunna L'Tzadik Halavin, similar, but not exactly like the Pesach, nothing, uh, no sin will happen to a Tzadik. The Maral explains, that means that Hashem doesn't put a sin in the path of the tzaddik to see if he's going to stumble on it. For, for a regular person, there's constantly sins in, or not constantly, but there's every once in a while there's sins in their way, and hopefully they don't trip over them. Hopefully they, they don't stumble upon them. By a tzaddik, he doesn't put anything, any, any, any sin in their path. So that's shot. Hashem doesn't put sin in his path, but it doesn't stop him from committing a sin if he wants to. The same thing the Torah brings him closer to the mitzvahs. In order to actually be a righteous person. To, to refrain from sinning. And to have actual merits. He has to actually work on that. That's why they only use the word merachaktoi and mekaraftoi and malbashtoi and machshartoi because what the, Torah, the learning Torah does for him is it puts him in the position that through his own efforts he could be on that level. But it's not done entirely for him. Similarly, when the Mishnah says that he forgives on his elbow and on, someone, on, his, on his shame, on his embarrassment, if someone embarrasses him, 
The Tater was his Vadekaish, the Tater, which the words of Tater are like fire, they refine and they cleanse the person, the, the person's character traits. As is also that if somebody embarrasses him or insults him, he should forgive them. Which is already a, 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 a very, very lofty level. But to reach a level where his midis are, are refined completely, that he shouldn't be feel insulted to begin with. This requires an additional avoda on the part of the person. So this answered our, some of our questions uh, that we asked in the beginning of the Sikha. Why are we talking over here as if the person is on such a high level? These things don't seem to be such a high level. And the answer is, is that the person is not on the full level that he could be because these things are only done for him partially, but they're not done for him completely. And the, he himself has to, has to work uh, uh, in addition to what he's given to reach these levels on a, in a complete way. Sivches. Now we're going to talk about those things that do come to him automatically. On the other hand, there are other things within this Mishnah that the person who learns Torah Lishma merits to them merits them completely without any effort on his own part on his part. The Duma, for example, he loves Hashem, he loves the creations. He, 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 he makes the Abister happy, he makes people happy. And people benefit from him. A counsel and help and, and wisdom, understanding, strength. And gives him kingdom and dominion and clarity in the law. So, this already answers the point. Of course, we asked, the answer is yes, but this person receives it automatically. And that's the reward. If he doesn't have to work on it, then automatically he gets the, the gets these midos that he loves Hashem and he loves people. When we bow to Zerzev Sabrius, now we're going to answer another question. And because he loves the people, he brings joy to the people. Nothing will lack in his conduct of how he treats a fellow person, a fellow yid. So we asked a question earlier that the person is going to be worried that he's busy learning Torah. How is he going to be able to do Mil's Chasadim? Because the Abishter gives him, through his learning Torah, a love of people, therefore he's going to obviously be, want to help them. And then, and then in addition to that, Davke der Farma said his Asik Batero Lishma, because he's learning Torah Lishma, is a Zeche to the Hebekat Sechu Bukhlal. This gives him, this merits him to refine his, his intellect. That even in worldly matters, he should be able to understand uh, uh, what's going on. So he can give counsel and advice to other people, even in worldly matters. And he can give such good advice that Torah testifies that people can benefit from this. And since people are enjoying and benefiting from this wise counsel, so with this, he brings them joy. 
So this answers some of our other questions. Why use the word nanim? The word nanim is used because it's trying to emphasize the fact that the eitzes that he gives is good eitzes. Not only people get eitzes from him, but it's the kind of eitzes that nanim menu because he learns Torah lishma. He refined his mind. His mind is able to grasp even worldly matters, and with that, he's able to give counsel to others and help them in a way of nanim menu. We have not yet answered is why we use two lishonis. And in order to do this, the Rebbe is first going to say that Rebbe Meir is not just talking to the Eispotero Lishma, but he's talking to everybody else as well. Obviously, the primary message of this Mishnah is that if someone learns Tero Lishma, he merits all of these things. Some of these things he merits automatically. Some of these things, he ha- they bring him to a point. He has to complement that with his own avoidah. But Siftas says the Meir is also talking to us, to the regular people. We can understand that the mayor is teaching us a lesson not just to the person but also to another person, which which could think since the person must be removed from worldly matters and from the people around him. Then he must not have any knowledge in worldly matters. If he does have knowledge in worldly matters, this must be a proof that he's not really learning because he has time to do other things. And certainly, not only does he not know anything, certainly as I said, we certainly can't rely on his advice in worldly matters, or in communal matters. This is what a regular person is going to think. Quite the contrary. Specifically, because he's someone who learns Lishma, he merits a complete grasp and understanding in worldly matters. As the eights of us again, this counsel that he gives is in a is in a manner of something that's enjoyed by the people, or they receive benefit from it. and it's obvious. Had he not had a sufficient clarity in the questions that he was asked, but then he would refrain from giving advice. So conversely, if he does give an opinion and, 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 and advice, and it's clear that this is the true and correct advice for this person, according to Torah. And even a person thinks that it's not a good, according to common sense, this is not a good advice. Since this person is one who loves and brings joy to people, as it's clear that people will enjoy and benefit from this advice. Because he loves this person and he has the power of the Torah that he learns, so this advice that he gives, you will certainly benefit from it. This is very powerful. This is telling us that even those people who are not learning Tehra Lishma yet, because they're not on that level, they shouldn't look down at the Eisim with Lishma and say, ah, what does he know about the world? They should know Fakert. Because he has this perfect, refined mind from the learning Tehra Lishma, 
Teda has given him knowledge in the rest of the world, worldly matters, and he's the one who can give you advice that the Teda testifies Nerimimenu is beneficial. Now in Sifiyud, we're going to go to Megadalte Merimante. The meat, based on all this, specifically on the fact that there's the Eisek Matero Lishma, the fact that he's learning Teda Lishma, and then there's the fact that there's these other Dvarim Harbe that uh, he gains through learning Torah. But now he can understand why the Mishnah uses this expression. It makes him great and it uplifts him above all of creation. It's not a redundancy. But rather there is something unique that the Mishnah is telling us in each of these two expressions. And Rebbe explains that according to all of the above, we can conclude as in dem tzir umatzaf and anesik b'tayda lishma that in this description of the person who's learning tayda lishma, zaynadotzvei ifanim and dagishenis, there are two levels and two approaches. From the place of learning the very actual learning, he's removed from the world. He's above this world. Just like Teira is higher than the world, so to the person who's learning he's also higher than the world. But because of all these other things that he merits, because of learning Teira to which he merits, he does have some involvement or some connection to worldly matters. It's not a higher level, it's a lower level. He, it's lower than where he's holding due to his limited lishma. But it's still something that he has. In other words, as much as he's removed from the world at his core value, he also has the ability to lower himself down into the world. And it is consistent with these two levels that the Mishnah says, the two terms, When you say someone is big, this is you're saying this in comparison to something else or someone else that is in the same realm, but it's smaller. See, this is bigger than that. When you say this person is is meroimam is above, it means aloof. He is removed from this other thing that he is above. He's not in the same realm. So to apply that to this mishnah, from the perspective of the many things which he merits. They are somewhat connected to worldly matters. He's a god, then he's greater, he's bigger. His greatness over the creation and over the worldly matters is in the same realm, but it's greater, it's bigger. However, mitzad metzam lishma. But if you're coming from the perspective of the fact that he's learning Teir Lishma, not to all these other things that he, that he gains, he's, in he's totally removed from the world. He's a Rom, he's Meroimam, he is removed and aloof from the rest of the world. So is addressing the two different outcomes that this person has, Megadaltai, is that he's greater than the world when he's involved in the world, and Meremamtai, he's removed from the world when he's learning Teir Lishma.
How is this apply to a regular person who's not on the level of learning Torah Besides what he says in Siftes, that a person should know that he could take advice from a, 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 a layman Torah Lishma because uh, he has enough knowledge in, in, in worldly matters. What else? What else is this Mishnah telling us? And this is what the Rebbe says in Sif Yudalev, the last Sif of the Sicha. Even though the idea, the level of learning Torah Lishma on a regular basis is not really possible for every single person. However, the says this intent, the person is learning for the sake of the Torah itself, is something that is necessary by each and every person, at least at the beginning. Even if a person regularly is not on the level of learning Torah Lishma, but at least when he starts to learn, there has to be some level of intent that I'm doing this Lishma, Lishma, Torah, Atzma, and not for any ulterior motive or incentive that I will get from the learning. To explain this, the Torah of the Abishter is infinite. The infinite wisdom of Hashem cannot be grasped in the finite limitation of the person's mind. Unless he totally sets himself aside, so to speak, stands in a place of bitl of humility. If he goes out of his own limitations and he totally subdues himself to the Ebishter, then he could receive the Torah of the Ebishter. But if, if he's still a Metzius, if he's still a, a, a person with a, with, a, uh, with his own parameters, then those parameters don't fit the infinite wisdom of the Ebishter. We find this actually at Matan Torah, as the Kaili to Kabbalah's Torah, that the vessel with which to receive the Torah is going to be for Zer, Zag, and Nasev, and Ishma. Was the fact that the Yidden were humble enough to say, Nasev, and Ishma, we will do and we will hear. And to proceed with Nasev before Nishma. And the same thing is applicable to every Yid. Before he begins the process of learning Torah, which once he begins the process of learning Torah, the Mishnah says, or is it, uh, the Gemara says, that a person should learn, even should learn Lishma, it's better to learn Shalei Lishma, because that will bring you to Lishma. But before you get to that point, you have to be in a mode of receiving the Torah. You can have a connection with, with the Torah of the Ebishter. And how do, you, how do you receive the Torah? How do you gain even a relationship with the Torah? Through the mode, through the feeling of Bittel. Which Bittel is expressed in learning Lishma. What does Lishma mean? He doesn't have any personal uh, gain or, or, or reason to learn, incentive to learn. If he had an incentive for himself, that would mean that he is the player here. He is uh, uh, the, the uh, protagonist. But if he's, if he's in, in, in a state of bittel, that means that he's learning the Shema. It's not for him. The only thing that's, that, that's present is... The existence of Teda, not its own existence. And that's the time for us to have been sad that I'm running, I'm running. Slow down. 
So this, so this explains the lesson, that even though we may not be shayach, a regular person might not be shayach to learning Torah Lishma on a regular basis, but you have to know that the, the idea of Lishma is the foundation of Torah. That as a person sits down to learn Torah, he has to at least begin with the idea of Lishma, which is the idea of Bittu. I'm not doing it for myself, I'm doing it for the Ebishter or for the Torah, because then the, the limitation of his mind and his abilities uh, is, 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 is overridden by his Bittu, and he can then contain within his limited vessels the unlimited, infinite knowledge of Hashem. And this is going to answer one last question. This also explains why this last Perek of Pirkeiavis, which is a Braisa, and is known as Kinyan Torah, why he starts with this mission of Reb Meir. Seemingly, it's, it's a question. It would make more sense. First, bring the braces, then encourage the person to learn Torah in general. And then you say, once a person learning Torah, there's a greater, higher level. The highest level is to learn Torah Lishma. Here he goes the opposite way. He starts with Limitat Torah Lishma. But now it makes sense. Because this braisa, called Kinyan Torah, how to acquire the Torah, is learned on the Shabbos before Shavuos. Which is when the Torah is given to us. This Pedic is telling us how a Yid should prepare themselves for receiving the Torah on Shavuos. First, the Seder is, and this is the order of the events. First and foremost, what's necessary is the mode of learning Torah Lishma. That's how you even receive the Torah. When, you when you're in a state of bittel, which is expressed through the fact that you learn Torah Lishma. And then once you receive the Torah, then you can start learning the Torah. You can actually start learning the Torah. And therefore, Kenyan Torah starts with this, with this Mishnah. Tell you, number one, that has to be in of Lishma, of bittel. Once you have that, then you've, you've, you've begun a relationship with Torah. Then you could sit down and you could learn Torah. May it be, Kabbalah Sateyda V'Simcha V'Pnimi is for everyone. And as we finished Chelek Yud Zayin of the Kutasichas, so may we finish the next Chelek and the Chalakim after it. And be Gerim, the Rebbe Allah of Nachas, and with the Kutasichas in our hands, we should greet Melech HaMashiach V'Geulah HaAmitis V'Ashlema.